are listening to Conscious as a Mother. I'm Carson. I'm Prim. Join us as we bring unfiltered conversations as a catalyst for connection in these isolating times. So whether you're a plant mom, dog mom, a mom to humans, or not a mom at all, these conversations are for you. And we promise to never take ourselves too seriously. Hey guys, Carson here. Just wanted to do a little disclaimer. Prim's audio was kind of messed up in this episode, sadly. So if you do hear a little ringing, a little buzzing, our apologies. But this is a fun episode. All right. Hello. Oh, jinx. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, funny thing. What? Uh, <laughs> so the other, you know how I've been watching a lot of The Crown? The uh-huh. other night I was reading Zelda, the old like Winnie the Pooh books, oh. and I just read the whole thing in a British accent, and I was so beside myself <laughs> impressed. You know, I'm so obsessed with that. I'm so happy for I you. I was so I was so impressed by this by the um, growth my British accent has done by listening to it so much. Oh my gosh, that's so hilarious! So maybe one day I'll, I'll I'll read Winnie the Pooh for you all, and then you can. Hear. Okay, it's only when I read; it's harder just off the cuff. You yeah, know? totally. You need a little prompty. Yeah, I've been listening to, and I feel like I have never even mentioned this podcast. Oh my gosh, I've been listening to Australian Birth Stories. It's a podcast. It's like the Birth Hour if you're oh. in America and you listen to the Birth Hour. It's super popular in Australia, but it's just birth, just birth stories, just like format like the Birth Hour podcast. And but it's just Australia, and it's amazing. Like their accents are just like incredible. Also, it's really crazy to hear the perspective of like the public system of having a baby, like public midwives and versus private insurance, and it's just like cra- crazy. I can't wow. even imagine being able to have like a midwife supported birth that is covered by the country. Like that's I know wild. I mean, I know Australia is literally not perfect, and there's a lot of like uh, stuff that is a little in the Stone Ages, but. At least that is really interesting to me. Hmm. I know we have some Australian listeners, so. Oh, yeah, we do. Hello. I can't yeah. even. I can't. I can't do the accent. I was all that to say I should be able to do the accent, but I don't think I could. It's too hard. <laughs> Hello. There's like an Australian R. Is- Hello. Yeah. yeah. Hello. How's, how's it Ert going? Going. I don't know. <laughs> That's also like a Crunches little Liverpoolish or something. Oh, yeah. I said Kernches is a murder. Kernches is a murder. I can't. I sound like I'm trying to just... Me and my friends growing up used to speak with those R's. We used to just turk lurk verse or the term. It's like oh, a cartoon. Oh, goodness gracious. Welcome to yeah. our podcast. Finale. <laughs> Finale. Oh, my goodness. This is going to be a fun one. Carson made us a whole little listy-loo of things we're just going to go through. We had this idea of doing a nothing but Rex episode this season just because we had a lot of like heavy hitters. Like our whole podcast is like personal heavy hitters and like the nothing but Rex mm-hmm. just sounded like fun, especially because we do our recommendation of the week. And this is going to be a nothing but Rex. That'll be the title. You're looking at it right now. But we are going to cover our favorite things. And there's a small list. I mean, it's pretty big actually but i feel like you, we <laughs> <The> could smallest <laughs> i feel like we could answer with one word or like sentences paragraphs whatever so i i left it yeah. kind of open but it'll go a little quick yeah we're both like we've got a lot going on this mm-hmm. season for both of us um we had no idea that our lives were gonna look so wild and crazy 
at the beginning of this season. So we're just kind of wrapping it a, a couple of a couple episodes early, maybe one episode early. But it feels good. I feel good about it. Me too. Yeah, I think at one point I was really gunning for Carson to, like, keep going. Like, maybe if we post every two weeks or something. And then we realized, like, a week ago we were like, no. We really, to, like, preserve the integrity of the content, we need to take a break. Because we are going to start spinning out. We have a lot going on. Um, It's the end of the year for me, which, like, is is nice. But then also, like, it's just, you know, we're... uh, running on fumes over here and Carson's got a lot going on in her little kingdom so yeah yeah but this feels like a good time to pause and then summer's coming up and mm-hmm. you know, we're not going anywhere for good but yeah this will be a fun one to end on um any Carson I was thinking about this earlier this reminds me of those like MySpace bulletin quizzes oh <laughs> I wanted to come up with yeah, I wanted to come up with funny questions, but I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like what would you if you were stranded on a desert island, what would you bring? Top two top two things. Maybe we can do that next season finale. We can do like funny questions. Yeah. Like that's fun. A this quiz. Is so fun. <laughs> I feel like we've gotten a lot of like I've gotten a lot of messages this season compared to the first season and like I had a couple people reach out about the men- did you have anyone reach out about the mental health episode? On your side of the world? Mm-mm. Okay, well, we no, have... No, I have been taking a huge Instagram break, too. Right. So I don't think I even posted about it on my personal. Um, I think that one, actually recording that one, it's not until now that I'm realizing, like, I think that did kind of... Do you like, in? Me, yeah, it could <laughs> yeah. kind of spin me out a little bit. after I Because I listened and edited it, too. Like, right. I edited it. I did, too. Right away. Mm. And then I just kind of, kind of compartmentalized. But I think I realized I was like, whew, that was a lot, sharing all that stuff. Right. So we're, now we're going to talk about favorite colors. Favorite <laughs> colors. Yeah, I, I had a similar experience. I listened to it because Prim edits them, like, more finely and then I'll go back and I'll add like the intro the outro the music wreck of the week and I like to listen through as well so that I can have like my own filter on my own words ah shall we just get right in yeah this is gonna be oh my gosh I haven't prepared my answers either like this is me either okay cool okay all right okay celebrity crushes (laughs) are we gonna do like male and female are we gonna do like Yes, at least one male, one female, at least. Okay, okay. So I'll go first. Oh, my God. I'm going to pick my dude first. And it's like, I can't even think about him. I can't. Like, I literally get, I get a little, I get a little excited. I'm going to try to guess in my head. Oh, I think I've sent him to you. I've sent him to you. Oh. Jonathan Majors. Who I think. Jonathan Majors Mm -hmm. from... Like, oh, daddy. I, oh, my. I can't. Like, I literally can't even talk about him. It's upsetting to me that I will never meet this man. <laughs> um, No, I'm just kidding. Never say never, <laughs> No. Oh, no. I, would, um... I met Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> That's so Well, weird. I was in his, sp- his, his, bu- his bubble space. I could – he was, like, 10, 10 feet away. It was at uh, South by Southwest. Oh, that's, that does kind of add up. Yeah, Jonathan Majors from Lovecraft Country, the series on HBO, which I can put in the show notes. It's an incredible show. Um, it's amazing. But, yeah, he is just like – it's it's just – I mean, I can't. He's perfect. He's beautiful. I'm obsessed with him. And he's like – I think he was a professor, like a theater professor. Um and I've watched all these interviews with him. And Colin's also got a major crush on him. So we, like, totally freak out about him together. Like, we are both totally obsessed with him. 
And so that's my celebrity crush. I have a bunch. I have a bunch. But he's like number one for sure. Number one. And for the woman, oh, Lord. I mean, I don't know. Mine, I'll let you go. I'll, I'll come back to her because I feel like I, I can't okay. I can't really pick one right now. I should have prepared her. No. But, okay, go ahead. For me, dude crushes. Ugh. Tom Holland. I knew you were going to say him. Such a cutie baby. Uh, Dan Levy. Oh, yeah. I totally have a crush on him. I love that you have a crush on him. He's beautiful. I have such... He's such a beautiful human. I just, like, have such a, such a crush on him. And then I'll say the the only woman I can think of slash can't get out of my head right now is Margot Robbie. Oh, I love her. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. do love her. She's She's beautiful. I love, uh, what's her face? Sorry, Wanda. What's her name? Oh, oh gosh. She's an Olsen. Um, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen. I love Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, she's yeah. just stunning. She's, she's definitely a recent one for me after watching WandaVision and like the oh, yeah. style in that show was so good. And like, <gasps> oh, I thought of another one. Okay, who? Annie Murphy. I Who's love that? her. Who's that? She's also from Schitt's Creek. Um, she plays the sister on Chit's Creek, Alexis. Oh, she's yeah. She's so funny. She's so pretty. She's so, like, real. She's Canadian, so duh. Canadians are amazing. <laughs> Canadians are amazing. Oh, my gosh. Hilarious. They are. I don't. I guess they are. It's, it's hilarious. Okay. Well, Jonathan Majors, for sure. Okay. John. Well, Elizabeth Olsen, I love. Jonathan Majors is, like, he's number one. I didn't prepare a second one. I didn't even prepare pre- prepare the girl so I feel kind of bad just like throwing a couple names out there but um oh, Jonathan Majors y'all look him up he's insane and also watch Lovecraft Country because he's super talented too um okay favorite movie Love series Lovecraft Country Lovecraft Country Lovecraft Country Lovecraft oh, Country interesting title it's okay. a sci-fi show um but it has to do during like the civil rights period and Ooh. It's like got a lot of uh, racial justice issues in it, interwoven with like sci-fi stuff. It's really, literally incredible. So good. Top, like one of my top movie, top shows I've seen this year. We okay. okay. Favorite movie series? Yeah, J.K. Rowling. Not a fan. <laughs> She's gotta go. But Harry Potter. Duh. I feel like that's a giveaway. But Harry Potter. I know. <laughs> Same Z's. Okay. Uh... Yeah, and I feel the same, obviously, about old Rowling. Why'd she got to do us uh, like that? I thought, Man. I know. It's very disappointing. Um, I thought of another one when we were texting the other day, but now I can't remember it. Um, Honestly, though, I can get down with the Twilight. Me too. I was about to say that. I mean, I love Twilight. I love, um, I love Hunger, Hunger Games. Games. I love that. Hey, we can just pick all three. They're all they were all iconic yeah. when we were teenagers. So yeah, and Harry Potter totally. is a child, so heck yeah. I'm so glad we're on the same page with being like little nerds about that. Okay. Favorite movie based off of a book. And I guess should we say not Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> That's not Harry Potter. <laughs> um, um Um I thought of mine the other day. Girl. Into the Wild. Okay. Um with or Emile Hirsch. Everest. Yes. Or uh, or Everest, which is funny because it, they're both based on, this was not even intentional, they're both based on books written by the same guy, John mm-hmm. Krakauer, um, 
but the Everest movie came out in like 2017, and that has like Jake Gyllenhaal and right. um, this other guy that I can't remember his name. Oh, and the guy that played Griggs in Doctor in in Grey's Anatomy. Oh, I he's love in that him. Movie too. I love that guy. I know. Yeah. Um. So those both of those movies, and I remember in, watching Into the Wild, like the way it ends. I'm just like, what? This yeah. guy is so stupid. I haven't seen it in <laughs> like, so long. This was so. And then I watched it years. I mean, obviously it came out in like '07 or something, but like right. I think I watched it in like 2012 for the first time, and I just thought it was so bizarre, but it was so good and so interesting to me. Um, but I haven't read that book. But the Everest book like was really good, and the movie was good, and I went down like a whole Everest rabbit hole. Yeah, you talked about that in one of our episodes. I think that was one of your recs. Yeah. Um. Okay. Totally. So my favorite movie based off a book. I'm gonna say my favorite TV series based off of a book. Uh, Handmaid's Tale. Love it. Love the mm. book. Um, I actually haven't read the second book that she released last year. Interesting. Well, there was there's just a lot of undertones, like political undertones in the show that I think are um, important. And also the book was just so good. Like I loved the book. Um, also very depressing, but also just a really well-written short book. Um, yeah, Handmaid's Tale is really good. I'm finding or I'm watching the new series or the new season. Me too. I'm on episode three. Um, yeah, um, I just finished episode three, like, last night or something, <sighs> and I I realized, I was thinking, I was like, man, the first two seasons are, like, way more triggering than, like, what's going on right now, mm-hmm. I don't know how I survived, like, I don't know how I survived it. I don't either, <laughs> Honestly, man. Like, it's crazy, but I, I think I love it because it's just so, it's so well made, um, and it's, oh my god, I'm blanking on her name, but she's amazing. Elizabeth Moss? Main actress. Mm. Yeah. Elizabeth Moss is just incredible. Her performance is incredible. Um, and she directs it too. I think mm-hmm. at least this season she's directing. She's done a few. And I loved her from Mad Men. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when I fell in love with her. So she's she's so good. I I want to read the book now, actually. I, good. I might have it. I could probably send it to you. Um it's a quick read. I read it in like a week. And I don't read that. How do they make it into four seasons? I don't know. They've stretched it out. This is all. It ends after that first season. That's the end of the book. Oh. And then the rest is like they've worked closely with Margaret Atwood at developing the show. Right. And they kind of just write. Right. Um. It's weird that we've talked about this. Did I talk about this? Elizabeth Moss was married to Fred Armisen, and I'm like a huge Portlandia fan, which is like their divorce was odd. If you read about it, she's also a Scientologist, which I like didn't know. So that's interesting. She's incredible. She's an amazing actress. I also don't. I'm not even going to pretend like I know that much about Scientology, but I know there's a lot of stuff there. Okay. We should probably move on. Yeah. I don't want to diss it, but. We should probably not talk about Scientology. Yeah. I don't know enough about it. To <laughs> Me neither. Okay. I don't have enough anecdotal experience. I know. <laughs> you know, we love to share our anecdotal experience. Okay. Um favorite we've only gotten four in oh my god it's hilarious maybe we go faster we can can go faster favorite meal do you have one dim sum or sushi okay i love it love it um my favorite meal current i'm just gonna speak to currently but i love like we're doing like nachos right now lots of nachos i actually just made this plant-based queso with like vegan beef on my stories yesterday and that's like we, saw last it's night. so good yeah. it's so simple it's basically just like if you didn't see it it's coconut milk reduced um that's like a really cool hack you can just take canned coconut milk or canned coconut cream blend it with like garlic um tomato paste uh salt 
and nutritional yeast and and reduce it over the stove and it turns into like a thick cheese it's like a cheese dip and then i like to add like chili powder and a little bit of like vegan beef cooked and it's so freaking good anyway obsessed with nachos and tacos we make those a lot and um if i'm doing like store-bought or like restaurant meal I would say like my favorite thing is I love this pizza from True Food Kitchen. I don't know if you've been to True Food you, Houston. I mean, duh. Yeah, there's one in Houston. It's so good. I love their pizzas. Like they have this vegan pizza that's a butternut squash pizza with like vegan uh, ricotta on it, ricotta. Um, and it's amazing. So that's going to be my favorite yeah. meal, store-bought meal, or restaurant-bought. Okay. My favorite thing to cook lately is fried tofu like put like toss it in cornstarch fry it mm. up eat it with rice and broccoli oh my god so yeah easy, so i mean delicious. that's like we do that all the time but i don't actually fry it like that so i'm gonna have to do that we make tofu rice and broccoli constantly i mean all yeah. the time love it i'm gonna have yeah. to do that we have cornstarch um it's good yeah okay favorite <laughs> i love how we're like okay and we both get situated in our chairs ready for number two the next one oh so favorite band slash artist this was one of prim's questions i gotta know mm. tell tell me i'll go really quick <laughs> phil collins forever what? and ever and ever and ever i wasn't amen. expecting yes. that <laughs> if you Cute. put on phil collins i will look at you like i was just possessed and then i'll just i'll do the drum solos <laughs> like all the things yes so obsessed with him. Also, I'm thinking like big picture on the scale of my so, life. So, are you a Tarzan fan? Yes, I'm a Tarzan. That soundtrack is I know. like nostalgia encapsulated. Yes, yes. totally. Um, and then favorite band. Honestly, I can never not say this. Modest Mouse. Like Modest Mouse was just like my jam in high school and yes. early college. So like for me, just like on the grand scheme of my life is what I'm thinking. Not so much like what I listen no, to. No, right perfect. Now. It's good. Um. Although I do listen to Modest Mouse still. Uh, but he, his lyrics are so, like, bizarro and, like, very um, kind of, like, angsty, Bukowski-esque. And I love I love that about their uh, Isaac Brock's lyricism. I don't know what you call it. Um, and then also, I just have to say this, but I can't not say it. Isley will always be one of my favorite bands, so. <laughs> just, oh, my God. Amazing. Just, yeah. I'm just going to address that. Heck, you know. yeah. So, small world. A little nod to Isley, little sister-in-law mm-hmm. power. Um, yes. So yeah. good. The OG Isley, like, my kids have been going to sleep with that music both since they were, like, Julia and Zelda both, like, fell asleep listening to all of, like, room noises every night when they were, like, one and two, and then when Julia was, like, five and six. It's so good. No, it's so good. I agree. Like, I was, I was like, it's funny because I listened to Isley when I was like, I don't know, 13. I was, I was older. I mean, I know their music came out when I was super little, maybe like seven, but like, I didn't get into music. I didn't have like a device to like listen to music until I was like 13. (laughs) I had a Zoom, I remember, and I had like combinations like the whole record on my zoom zoom not a zoom oh my gosh i'm so old a i had a zoom too <laughs> yeah so i had I combinations on, on my, my zoom yeah mine just disappeared i don't know where it went but those were awesome and my zoom i had combinations and uh little did i know they would be my sister's in-law like very soon That's after that so honestly like six years later wild. <laughs> it is crazy and like they were definitely like you know it was so cool to tour with them and that was awesome but 
I totally like I haven't heard any Isley record in so long but Colin it's super nostalgic for him because like he toured with them when he was so little growing up so like he'll go through stages of playing them a lot and it's really cute he's such a proud little brother so sweet Aw. I know. I mean, it doesn't hurt that they're so dang talented. Like, I mean, they're amazing. They're so good, yeah. I know. I feel like <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about saying any of them, but they're all amazing. And if you are some for some reason not familiar with them, like, you have to listen to Sucre, sister-in-law, Stacy. She's so good. incredible. Um, Isley, my sister-in-law, Sherry, and my cousin, Garen. So my husband's cousin, Garen. Uh, they're currently in the band and they make music, but they have old stuff with all the sisters together making stuff. Amazing. Christy, her band is called Merriment. Amazing. Collins made music with her. I'm just dropping all of them. And there's just a bunch of bands in my side of the family. Who else? Okay, so my favorite band is Beach House, like through and through. Growing up, my first car, um, I, one of my favorite records was Teen Dream. I played it all the time. It came out the year that I got my car, so I was 16 just such a formative band for me and um I honestly didn't follow along as much once I was into adulthood but like you better believe I'll listen to like um Bloom and I'll listen to Teen Dream and even like their older records but I don't I listen as much to their newer stuff but I still do like I still toyed with it and like listened through but they released two records at once one time and like that kind of lost me because that was like 30 songs and I was like that's too many songs but Beach House incredible Victoria Legrand, she is so talented, huge, huge, huge vocal um, icon for me. And who else? So, and then artist, her artist. Um, growing up, I was hugely into Bob Dylan, like incredibly so. Mm-hmm. And I don't listen to him at all anymore, like never, because Colin hates his music. I'm just like, oh. Ugh so sad but I like I don't really listen to music that much I'm like a podcast person when I'm solo and then when I'm playing music out loud typically he's home it's not like I'm just gonna blast something he hates because when he does that to me I freaking am like turn it off just turn it off yeah that's true because Philip will go blasting like some screamo and I'm like who the heck do you think you are oh my god no and not in my house get it out of here no Uh, no thank you ma'am so uh yeah we'll just stick with those those are good bob dylan's like he's such a big thing for me growing up but oh i would say patsy klein i still listen to patsy klein every single Mm. like every single day she's a huge like vocal icon for me and hugely formative for me growing up so when you said the car thing it reminded me of like my band equivalent of that would be the shins like oh yeah girl oh my yes Just, my huge oh, pothead Lord, stage growing up lots yes of the shins, lots of um well broken bells hugely i loved that yes. broken bells yes. record man that so was good. like deep cut deep cut the Shins, I feel like, yeah, everyone can be like, if you grew up in like the 90s and 2000s, you're like, the Shins, heck yeah. Favorite condiment? Ranch. Ranch, period. <laughs> is that a condiment or heck is that yeah. a salad dressing? Ranch is a condiment, girl. I'm dipping fries in ranch. I'm dipping pizza condiment. in ranch. It goes on it. Right. Or sriracha. That's that true. can be one too. Sriracha and ranch are tied for me. They're amazing. Man, I'm such a like mayo and ketchup girl and also i like mayo and ketchup at the same time like with french fries both of them makes sense that yes. situation Mayo's amazing yeah. sister mayo. of ranch <laughs> sister of ranch a pared down mother sister of ranch, ranch if mother, anything yeah we're she's because, a mother you know, uh-huh yeah she's the mother of ranch uh-huh. <laughs> and like honestly like if i can make my own i i can but like <laughs> big mac sauce you know like thousand mm-hmm. island dressing ish okay. kind of thing okay that's 
That's but that's like a special like intentional thing, not like I yeah. eat all the time. That's why the mayo and ketchup kind of like it's kind of there. Casual. So. They're casual. It does it. Right. Yeah. And since I've been living in New York, people put ketchup on their breakfast sandwiches. I heard and you go you have really... to explain it. No, you need to explain it like you did in your stories okay. that one time. Okay. So if you go to a bagel shop here and you get like a bacon egg and cheese, this is how a New Yorker orders it. Can I get a bacon egg and cheese on everything bagel? Salt pepper ketchup? Can I yeah, salt pepper ketchup. It's like one thing is salt pepper ketchup and they order it every single person I've ever he- heard it's order delicious. a breakfast sandwich. In New York. Sounds amazing. Salt pepper ketchup. Um, and I make them at home, uh, and I'll, like, fry an egg, crack the yolk, put some cheddar cheese and bacon on it, put it on some sourdough bread, like, kind of like a grilled cheese yeah. or something. Open it up and put some ketchup, salt and pepper, and oh my goodness. I did not think that I would be into, like, ketchup with eggs. Oh, I, I would never put, and no judgment if you're one of these people, but I would never put ketchup on eggs, like scrambled eggs or mm-hmm. whatever. I can't do that. But in a sandwich, it's so different. It's different. And it's so, like... It's tangy different. and sweet. It's delish. delish. It's so different on a sandwich, man. It's different. So yours are ketchup yeah. and mayo. But and then Just we smart. learned and then we learned something. So that's good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite plant. Mine's a Refutifora tetrasperma, one hundred percent. That's a Oh my god. <laughs> I mean one hundred percent. It's a mini otherwise known as a mini monstera. Or, um, yeah, I'm picking a houseplant, an exotic houseplant, because I have so many houseplants, and I am not a gardener. So I will not be able to tell you. But I guess if I had to pick a flower, I love hydrangeas. Okay? I love hydrangeas, mm. and I love my Refutifora tetrasperma, also known as a mini monstera or a uh, philodendron Swiss cheese plant? Guinea. People call them that? Um, um, no, not this one. It has, I'm just, it has a bunch of names, but the actual technical name is Refutifora tetrasperma. And what you're thinking of is like a Monstera deliciosa or a Monstera adansonii, which I have right there. Which are and the bigger are ones, Swiss right? cheese. Well, adansonii is small, but the, yeah, the Monstera deliciosa is the Swiss cheese. There's a bunch. There's a bunch of Monsteras, and there, a lot of them are fake. They're not actually like technically Monsteras, but... They're beautiful. Mm. All plants are beautiful. It's so funny. When I saw this on here, I was like, I know Carson's about to come at me with like the scientific. She, she laughed real instantly. Name. She literally laughed immediately the moment it came <laughs> out of my mouth. <laughs> um, I am very, I'm trying to let go of this limiting belief, but so far it's hard. But I'm, I am a plant killer, like just absolute trash at house plants. Oh, I'm trying. What plants have you had? My ways. Have you just had succulents? Because they die. They die. No. So yes, my succulents all die. Um, but I even the thing that is most discouraging to me is the fact that I can't keep like devil's ivy alive. That's what my mom calls it. Pothos. It's like very typical. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Very typical looking. I've killed pothos. Uh, I haven't tried snake. I haven't tried. You um, cannot kill a snake plant. Snake plant. You won't kill yeah, it. Yeah, it won't I die. Like I need to get one of those. Yeah. That would be inspiring. And then also, um, my mom told me it was called Wandering Jew. I don't know what it's really called, but it's yeah. like the, you see them in front yards a lot. Right. They're like purpley, mm-hmm. and they can grow inside and in water. They look like little or... butterflies. Yeah, and they're my like mom has they can butt. be like green to dark purple. Mm-hmm. I had a bunch of those in my old. We had this big house on the east side in Houston that had like a lot of good sunshine, and my plants did really well there. But then when we moved to our smaller house near the like horses in houston uh 
it had less sunlight and then things started dying. And here I only have one little ivy that's like living, but it's not growing the way it's supposed to or the way I thought it was supposed to. Like it's not getting any bigger. It's not producing any more leaves. So I'm just like, I don't know what to do with it. My favorite plant. I just think of, I don't, I'm not a very good gardener yet, but I'm working on it. I'm gardening right now with my kids at school. But it's very different to garden here than Texas where you can grow things all the time. Here there's like frost dates and like weird stuff like that. Um, right. Honestly, I love morning glories. Morning glories are fun to grow and they're so beautiful. I'll say that for now. I like a good Perfect. morning glory. Favorite thing to do with your kiddos. Honestly, my favorite moments I've had with my kids are when I've not planned anything at all and I just like get on the carpet and like start hanging out. Like wondering in them. You just like are able to like be present with them yeah like sometimes that turns into like doing a puzzle with zelda or sometimes that turns into sagey calls it blast off where like i lay on my back and like on my feet and i Mm -hmm. lift them up in the air um and we have lots of fun moments like that i really like when they do bath time that's Mm -hmm. fun bath time is fun i just and also like i like going on errands with zelda like we go to target together and it's just me and her or you know yeah i don't know no, that's – I think the little things are honestly, like, what I was thinking, too, because it's, like, they're such a big part of our lives. Like, it's – you can still have a favorite of the little things. I don't really – we don't do anything, so I wasn't thinking of, like, anything crazy. But, yeah, with my boys, it's definitely, like, I love going on walks with them. Like, Phoenix is mm. really great at, like, staying on his scooter next to me. It's so funny because I remember when I was pregnant with Sage – and Phoenix was like, I don't know, he's about to turn two, or maybe he was two, because I gave birth shortly after that. But we used to go to walks every single day to the trail, and I would see people with their, like, not much older kids than Phoenix was at the time, like, walking outside of the stroller. And I was just like, because there's, like, a drop-off and there's a, a river. And I just remember being like, who in their freaking right mind is letting their kids, like, out of their stroller? Like, I feel like Phoenix would never. And then, like, fast forward, like, a year, even, like, six months ago when he was two and a half – or three – when he turned three, um, he's just been so good about being able to stay next to me and stay on a scooter and, like, walk. I mean, I just can't believe that that day came because I was literally so much – like, I don't – I can't even believe that – kids are able to do that i'm like i'm having a heart attack for this child that's like riding her bike what if she just fell off you know and just went down into Mm -hmm. the river i still think that way you know i mean that didn't wasn't cured by him listening to me or learning learning how to stay with me but definitely is one of the one of my favorite things and just being outside with them and like seeing them be animals you know seeing them be like being human beings and like play with dirt and eat crap they're not supposed to and like uh mm-hmm. play with sticks and just like be pure like human being mammal people it's like I sound crazy but yeah that's just so <laughs> amazing to me and like that's incredible like I have my own like super like primal things that have happened since like becoming pregnant and giving birth and like breastfeeding and all of that to me has been very like whoa I had had no idea I could unlock this like this is crazy and I have a lot of those moments but like specifically just being outside with them and like seeing them just love it (laughs) it was just such a blessing Mm -hmm. I just feel so so grateful whenever that happens you know favorite place you vacationed which you may have a better answer than me I feel like you've been more places this is easy peasy Lake Tahoe Oh, amazing. Amazing, incredible, beautiful place. Is that in Utah? 
Um, it's in Nevada okay. and California, so it's okay. like splits them. Northern California. Um, I like the Nevada side. Philip and I went there for our honeymoon, and we stayed there, or we did like a whole cross country road trip, but we stayed there for the most time. Um, and there was a nude beach there that I loved, and like oh the community God. there was amazing. The lake is incredible, beautiful. Lake Tahoe, ten out of ten. Amazing. I feel like maybe you've mentioned Lake Tahoe before on the podcast. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, I was supposed to move to Reno, Nevada. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it yeah. was. Yeah. It was my first okay. job offer. Okay. Before the pandemic. That's what it was. Um, it's a deep cut. I'm going to say deep cut twice in this episode. It's a deep cut. Um, <laughs> but I was going to say, so growing up, I was one of two kids and I we were like middle class so we definitely had privilege when it came to like being able to take vacations and we would go as a family and like go on vacations every year and usually we just get like a like a rinky dink little beach house you know like a one bedroom beach house and just the four of us and we would go me and my mom and my stepdad and my brother and those memories are like amazing but I think the favorite my favorite place that I've been outside of like the continental u.s we went to the virgin islands one time and it was just amazing I and mean, we went to we stayed oh, in a wow. resort like a like a princess like it was truly like everything and more and i was able to drink alcohol which is so funny i was so young oh gosh, i was like fun. 17 or 16 and like my mom i would just be like drinking by the pool with my mom and like it was just super fun we would go into the town and like eat fish and pasta and like random just cool restaurants and those was just super fun and stay at the beach i love the beach like i'm a huge beach person i'll go really far out in the water like i've got a death wish like i literally like people don't like to go to the beach with me because i'm like let's go like let's get out let's go to our necks in the water let's go yes and um I don't know. I just love it. And I don't like lakes, though. You Heck guys... no. I mean, I don't mean Lake Tahoe because I've never oh. been there. But, like, I don't like East Texas lakes. I don't like murky waters. Like, don't – I don't play with that. Even Galveston yeah. makes me a little anxious. Like, it's too much. <laughs> Lake Tahoe is more like – it's – you can see through it, like, almost entirely. Like, even when you get really deep. And it's incredibly like, – it's mountain water. So, it's melted snow. It's so freaking cold all – all the time. Yay. Um, and I took a picture of it when we were there, obviously. And my sister-in-law was like, oh, my God, those waters look clearer than, like, the Caribbean. I was <laughs> like, yeah, sister. It's am- It's not a typical lake at all. When you guys would go to beach houses, where would you go to? We used to go to – so we would go to Dauphin Island, Alabama. We went there a lot. And then oh, – okay. Like, maybe, like, three times. And then we went to – um st george island in florida one time and then we would go to galveston sometimes but mainly we would go to alabama and um dauphin island was like really chill super small and like really pretty it was pretty i've never been to like gulf shores or like the more like popular stuff but i think my parents like were kind of nervous about it being overpriced and like maybe just too much too many people so we would go like find a little bit smaller places but yeah. um, that's where we would go, and it was fun. And we never got the same beach yeah. house twice, but um, in Galveston, we had a friend that had a house in Galveston, and so it was like it was an apartment. But we would go to the apartment, and like you could walk to the beach and stuff. So that was fun. Cool. And uh, and we toured. I did tour with Colin. I was gonna say my favorite, just quickly, my favorite place that I've been, like city, because I've been to like every major city because of Isley and like 
Max at saying uh, mainly because of saying anything because I would tour with Max and like I would do his merch and stuff, which is just like a crazy. That's stories for another time. But like that was a crazy experience. But uh, actually being able to visit all of these cities as like a small town girl was like so fun. And my favorite places were Portland and Seattle. Those are my two that stick out. Mm. I didn't spend a lot of time in any play, any one place, but like I really liked Portland and Seattle personally. Expensive as heck to live there, but definitely cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, favorite pop star? Oh, T Swift. Lady Gaga. <laughs> mm. For sure. 100%. Million percent. Okay. Favorite lighthearted series? That was you. That was your question. Oh. Okay. The Office, Forever and Ever and Ever, Amen, like, literally, and I'll say, it is, if it were to air now, it would be canceled so quickly, but I love Steve Carell so much, also kind of have, like, a daddy crush on him. Yeah, Um, he is hot on hot, hot, hotty, hot, hot, hotty. You know he's 58? I mean, like, he's 58. He's damn, (laughs) damn fine. Like, I'm upset. Like, he's huge for me. Big one. He's a big old, big old daddy crush. Ew, don't yes. I don't like that. He's just a man. Oh, and, I'm like, sorry. I have a big crush on him. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I just yeah, that's a bad habit of mine, the whole daddy thing. Um No, it's not. Really I'm just you. I'm just I mean, aside <laughs> from him being a daddy, like a zaddy. <laughs> like a I mean, zaddy, yeah. He is a zaddy and he's just fine in general. Like Boing. except for on the office. Like, ew, no offense. I didn't know. Oh no, he's derpy there, yeah. Yeah. No. He's just so funny and a good actor. Um, the Office and also Schitt's Creek. I would rewatch that show a million gazillion times. So those are my two. I would say Portlandia. Duh. And uh, I would say Insecure on HBO, though it is more of a dramedy. Like there is comic relief, but it's got, got serious undertones. Mm. But it's like um, incredible. Amazing. Okay. I haven't really picked this one. Favorite podcast? This one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this one. I knew one of us was going to do that. Oh, my gosh. We're so dorky. I know. Mine's easy. Mine's annoying. Uh, armchair Expert with Dax Shepard. Got it. Yeah. Mine's probably the birth Because. Hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was going to be the only other one I could think of. Um, it's like changed my life. Dax, like. <laughs> Yeah, that birth hour. You're the one that introduced me to it. That totally changed I'm upset. everything. It just changed my me. life when I was pregnant. And still, I listen um, to every single story. Um, I will say Armchair Expert, like, I really like the guests that he has on um, and the topics that they talk about. I'm not 100% on board with every opinion that Dax has mm-hmm. or stands for or is. But overall, as the show and the experience and, like, his um, – relationship with his co-host monica i think that all makes it for me it's not just about dax although like dax is cool but he's probably like not one of the reasons i not one of the actual reasons i listen to the show so i'm sure yeah for me totally okay um favorite emoji do you have one (laughs) i was thinking uh, you go oh okay um like i love the clown like it's gonna be the clown for sure Oh, you do like the clown. <laughs> you guys, I am always sending that clown. Uh, that clown is, it just, it can mean whatever you want it to mean. It can be a happy clown. It's usually just like a cringe clown. Like, oh gosh. Cringe clown. Cringe That's clown. It. Yeah, it's definitely a cringe. Like, I, oops, oops, I did it again. Clown face. <laughs> I really like 
the very oh my god it's gonna be so hard to explain um the very like he just looks like an exasperated little friend like the little like <laughs> okay <laughs> the face is all the smile oh, yeah. is all wobbly eyebrows are all yeah it's all and my eyes are kind of red and you're like Whoa. like okay. i don't know that one i'll, I'll send it to you she's after a writer this. and she's like i can't explain it <laughs> oh my god um no, send it we'll or it i also notes. really like i like this little guy too you know with this the hands one, the one by with his face hand. yeah that's a good one which philip said that one is supposed to be a hug and i'm like no how is that a hug? i just think i see it as like, like we like excited yeah yeah yay. like yay yeah i like that one too favorite starbucks drink if i'm just being practical i always just get an iced coffee with whole milk and classic but if I'm... It just means like your normal order. Like what's your normal order? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, that or a green tea latte or matcha. Those are good. Um, I would say I don't really go as much as I maybe used to, but usually it's just a tall soy latte, decaf soy latte, because she's so basic. But like um, if I'm feeling like I'm getting something for like morning time, which doesn't ever happen, I literally live a block from a Starbucks. Like it's right oh. down the road. Yeah. I could walk there if I wanted to, but... I don't because the cafe is closed and Colin takes the car. That's why I'm saying I could walk because Colin takes the car. But it's just on a busy street and my kids, I'm not going to do all that. But in the morning time, you know, probably like I really like their oat milk if when they have it. I've only had it like once and I like their coconut milk. So blonde, like a double tall blonde espresso coconut milk latte. Yum. Yummy yum. Okay. Favorite color. <laughs> Finally, favorite color. Um, for me, gosh, I I've always my whole life just said pink and green. I stand by that. I like pink and, pink and green. green. I love pink. I don't wear it very often, but I love and all shades of green. All shades of green. Yeah, pink. I feel is that particular. I love yellow. Pink and green. Yellow. Like I mean, I'm never not going to say really? yellow. I don't even wear yellow that much, but oh yeah, look, one is a yellow. You don't see yellow when you look at me. Like, think about Carson. Close your eyes and you're like, what energy do I bring to the table? Yellow. I don't know. Well, yellow energy is one thing. But if I were to, like, pinpoint a color to you, I would think, like, like a minty, bluey green. I like that color. I like, okay, I can't, I can't hang with, I can't hang with anything too red. Anything too dark, too deep. No, like, um. Not red rusty. Like an like, ochre like color? copper. Copper. Yeah. Okay. That is kind of vibey for me, like stylistically. I don't like love decorating with yellow. I love mustard, but I love yellow and I love lavender. But like Colin hates purple, mm. so like I don't really do anything with purple. But it's definitely the color I love. It's lavender and yellow. They're just, I mean, gosh, a good mustard yellow. It can't be beat. It cannot I be beat. I do love, yeah. I love gold. That color looks good on me. <laughs> yeah, me too. It skin does, tone. Yeah. I've got an olivey vibe, yeah. and it's just like I don't really wear it. Actually, I just love it. It's just the like if I get a phone case or something, I would love a yellow one. But mm. okay, I don't know. Mm. Just, Good okay. to know. Favorite tarot card: the Sun. Oh, okay. Will you tell the listeners what what that means to you, or what the general? Let's just say like the general vibe of that card for those who don't pull cards. The sun kind of just represents, like, like the one in my deck, it's a sunflower with, like, the sun, like, beaming on it, and the sunflower is, like, opening up, and it's just, like, 
full potential and happiness and good fortune and like just living your best freaking yes. life. That's the sun. That's it. the energy of the sun. Mine is definitely the high priestess. I just love that card. Like I, oh, I love yeah. our high priestess card is so beautiful. It's like this, uh, like snow. <laughs> I don't know. It's not a snow leopard. It's like a white tiger. What are those called? Siberian tiger. A white tiger. Right? It's a Siberian tiger with like a with like a crystal ball, and it's just like the cutest little picture. And also just the meaning. Do you have it pulled up? I'm trying to. Yeah. Oh yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I love that card. It's my favorite. I I get that. I've been pulling that card a lot lately, um, and mine is like a uh, a big clamshell with okay. like the reflection of the moon, like on the inside of the shell, and it's right by the ocean. Um, and it's all about like your intuition, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She knows it's in yeah. there, or you know. Yeah, they know it's it's yeah. within you. And you're able yes. to access it. You're feeling like you're in the, a space where you can access it. And you already know. You already know what you need to do. And I feel like that's kind of where I'm always – and it's just, like a, it's just like a confidence booster when I pull that card. And I feel like very, like, connected to it. I don't it's know. It's very validating. Yeah. Right, right. It's very, like, yeah. assuring. It's interesting. We both pulled – or we both chose Major Arcana. I know. That's what I was thinking when you were saying it. I was like, what? Um, but, I mean, my, like, honorable mention to, like – on my deck, there's like I get they're going to be worded differently, but like I was going to say, like I love like a good daughter, mother of cups in my deck, which is the wild unknown deck. Those are always like I'm feeling those and anything like the ten of pentacles. She's always happy about that card. I'm like, oh yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> completion, fulfillment, abundance, uh, money, 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 richness, wealth, or not just necessarily money, but wealth. You know, that's yeah, a good. I love that card. Um. Okay. So, favorite childhood cartoon? Easy peasy. Sailor Moon. It's Sailor not really Moon? a childhood cartoon, but it was a childhood cartoon. It was For a cartoon us. in my childhood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a tattoo, a Sailor Moon tattoo. Oh, cute. I love Sailor Moon. I literally was like, so Sailor Moon was a real big deal for me. I totally forgot about it, though, so it's definitely not number one. Um, There's so many throwbacks here. I didn't even really look like do this one too much but i love hey arnold i mean that's just what's coming to mind it's like i freaking oh, love yes. hey, loved hey arnold man i loved it i loved a bunch of them there's like what ginger says i loved that one um i don't know if that's the name but loved that one but oh oh um oh gosh that's according to ginger according, to ginger according to ginger yeah i love that one Oh, Wild Thornberries. Ugh. Yeah, that I actually was a really an annoying show to me. I don't know why. Really? I Donnie, loved like, it. Donnie, like, drove me crazy. Donnie made me crazy. <laughs> I was like, Donnie, get out of the screen. Freaking. I loved Nigel. Nigel. His big nose. Nigel. <laughs> Nigel. <laughs> yes. He's so goofy. I mean, Rugrats was huge, too, if we're going to be honest. Yeah. Rugrats was a big one. But. Hey Arnold. These are all Nickelodeon. According, I know. Well, I was trying to think of Disney, and I didn't really. I mean, Disney cartoons weren't really why I was watching Disney. I loved The Proud Family, though. I mean, I like The Proud Family. I like Kim Possible, you know. Mm-hmm. But those weren't. They're not like. They're definitely like honorable mentions. They're not. They're not the top tier for me. Oh, were you a SpongeBob kid? Heck yeah, absolutely. Okay. Every morning, 7 a.m., Texas yes, time, SpongeBob yes. would be on. And that's when you knew you were, like, going to be late to school if SpongeBob was on. You're like, oh, I got to go. I got to get ready to go. Yes. Um, I think before it came um, Fairly Odd Parents. 
That was like a, a I love to hate. Yeah, I right. Couldn't, <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't turn. I couldn't turn it off, but it like it wasn't like amazing, but I couldn't turn it Jimmy off. Jimmy Neutron too. I couldn't turn it off. Oh, I, like, Jimmy Neutron. It was yes. exhausting, but she couldn't turn it off. Uh, that little girl was such a brat. I wanted to punch her every episode. I don't remember. Episode. I don't remember. Sally or something. Sally. Susie, Sally. The big it. blonde ponytail girl. Okay. Oh yeah, that ponytail. So, because it was like it was like three D. It was like big, big old ponytail. Yeah, it was kind of like CGI ish. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's literally all we've got. I don't even want to – do you have a wreck of the week? Because I wasn't planning on it because we were doing nothing but wrecks. Oh, the only other thing that I wanted to mention is this book I'm reading right now called Bluettes by Maggie Nelson. Okay. It's kind of like a poetry essay format. It's so good. It's all about the color blue. It's a little heartbreaking, a little romantic, a little – there's some, like, sexual tension in there. I don't know. It's so interesting. It's all about – her just like studying the color blue and like talking about writing a book about the color blue and then obviously the whole book is about wow. the color blue and it's a friend recommended it to me a fellow poet and I'm super into it right now it's very cool and weird yeah that's a good book it sounds cool and weird I like that you said that because yeah. I was like huh that sounds interesting I'm trying to think now yep. I feel like I gotta pick one um man I'm just gonna pick that queso recipe y'all it's gonna. It's on my stories. Uh, I can type it out if I need to for the. Yeah, I'll just put it in the show notes. It'll be there. Um, definitely make it so good. Let me know what you think. It doesn't sound like it'd be good, but it truly, truly is. Um, it looked delicious. Yeah, I mean, even if you still love your dairy and you eat a lot of Velveeta, like this is also like a fun thing to try if you wanted to give it a try. I love it so much. Um, I know some people that have had allergies. Yeah, so Phoenix brought me a flower just now. But, uh, yeah, definitely try that queso out. It's so good. Some people with allergies, maybe if you have, like, a dairy allergy or, like, are a plant-based person, but you have, like, nut allergies or blah, blah, blah. You don't like cauliflower. I just am, like, cauliflower doesn't belong in my queso. Like, it's got to taste like cream. It's got to taste like, like luscious, rich, velvety creme. <laughs> like that yes okay that motion okay well we'll miss you guys but thank you for respecting that we need a little bit of spas a little spacey daisy a little spas a little spas okay all right yay happy season end of season two congratulations on sticking with us and we freaking love you guys so much we love you bye y'all bye Thanks for listening to Conscious as a Mother. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review or share it with a friend. Don't forget to subscribe because we release new episodes every week. See you next week. Bye.